Swallows of the South is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, storyteller. There's a bit to talk about this week, so we'll get right into things after a moment. First, if you're a longtime listener, or you're just getting caught up, it'd mean a lot if you could leave the show a rating and review on iTunes. The more of those we get, the more people we will reach, and that helps a lot. There were also very exciting announcements this morning regarding any nominations, and in the podcasting category, a number of great shows got nominations, including the wonderful Misdirected Mark podcast, whose chat I can often be found in on Tuesday evenings, the Total Party Thrill podcast, which is some great game theory and discussion, and the RPG Academy as well. It should be no surprise that I adore the RPG Academy, and that they hold a special place in my heart. I recommend you take a look at all of these shows because they have a lot to offer, and I just wanted to congratulate them all on the awesome achievement of their nomination. Also, because of the hectic haze that has been prepping for the 4th of July weekend, and a number of unexpected things that have come up on account of that, Lunch at Madame Faye's is on hold for this week, and will resume next week. One last thing, every character has a moment this week that represents a mechanical and narrative moment for them. Their ascension to their second dot of essence. Unlike many games, Exalted does not have a level system, but Essence, the flow of personal power available to the characters, is a big moment that means new levels of power are now available to them, and that they can reach new heights. But I wanted you all to know what those moments represent as you listen to them. Now that we've done that, let's get the ball rolling. In the time of myth, when gods and mortals walked creation together... Godwin was finally feeling better, and he and Ariston had a lot of packing to do for their trip to meet with the realm. How long would it take them to leave the city? How many old faces would they encounter? What reflections on themselves and their place in the world were to come? So we cut to the room in which Hearth Eternal is staying at the inn in Kasaga's Embrace. He is wearing the same sort of loose robes that he was wearing the last time. And as Ariston knocks, he is putting some things in a bag and he walks to the door. Oh, Mr. Ariston. Are you okay? You look pretty beat up. What what happened? I'm all right, really. I There was just a fight. But it does not look like this was just a fight. That's a gash that I don't think I've ever seen anything that looks that bad before. I, I saw you last night. How how did you get hurt? And how is it not that? That's a long cut. I would have noticed it last night, but it does not look all that fresh. Well, me and my friends, we, we sort of got ourselves into it with Seven Symphonious Chords, and he got me pretty good in the shoulder. I've heard whispers about seven symphonious chords since I moved here, but I, I'm not sure that I, I understand that he, one person, did that to you? V- what did they use? It looks like you were brutally hacked at. Look, seven symphonious chords wasn't all we thought him to be, and the weapon that he used on me is not something you would think would cause something like this. It was a recorder, but it had extreme power, and he had extreme power, and we just... An instrument meant for a child did this to you? Seven Symphonious Chords, it, he did something to it. It's, it could do spectacular things and horrible things, and this is what it did to me. I'm not trained in medicine. I, what can I do to help? I don't know what I'm supposed to do in a situation like this. You're not bleeding, but that's incredibly intense. Arthur, I didn't come here for you to heal me. That's not what I... I know you I know you can't. It would be wrong of me to expect you to help me in this way. I'll be fine. I heal. I always do. Then 
Why have you come? Because I have to leave the city for for I don't I don't know how long, but there's a good chance that I might not come back and if I do come back I won't I'll be different. I'll be hurt worse than this. Why must you go? I don't understand. I I was in my room, I was preparing documents and suddenly it's night time at noon and then you show up and you're hurt very badly and you're leaving the city and you might come back even more damaged. What's going on? I do not understand. Remember the first night that I spent here? I told you that people didn't like me yes. in my home. Well, they don't like me here either. I'm again just there I'm an abomination here. I'm a demon and now the realm and the wild hunt wants to exterminate me and my friends. The wild hunt? I don't quite get it either. I just know that they No, they hate I us. know what the wild hunt is. Why does the wild hunt want to hurt you? Because because of what I am. And his face goes a little bit hollow and pale, and he looks you up and down. Did did I make a pact that I was not aware of? Is my soul going to be okay? What? What are you talking about? I'm talking about the stories. If the Wild Hunt is going after you, then do you even look like that? Is that what you really look like? <laughs> Don't say those things. You know who I am. This is who I am. I'm not hiding anything from you except for that because I didn't know if you would understand. I'm no different than what I've shown you. Quite frankly, I don't understand. I only know what I've been told. And what I've been told is that sometimes people like you manipulate people like me. You convince us that you're good, wonderful people. You convince us to sidle up to you. And then when we're not expecting it, you kill us or you steal our forms and parade around in our skins. I would never ever do anything like that to anyone, especially you. Why would I want that? Why would I want to be viewed as a monster? As far as I've been educated, it's because you've made a pact, a demonic pact. Why does any demon do anything? Why does a Neomar demand a pound of flesh in exchange for sex? I'm not a demon, Hearth. You know who I am. I'm here because you're the only person in this whole city who cared about me. And who could look past what you thought I was. I'm not here for your soul. I'm not here for your skin. I'm here to tell you that just wanted to say thank you. And I'm sorry that I have to go. Okay, so go ahead and give me a charisma plus presence roll. And you'll get an automatic success and two dice on that. Ariston got three successes. Okay, you know what? I'm sorry. I, I reacted very poorly. It's just... What do you do when you find out that someone that you are just getting to know is something that you know very little about? I reacted harshly. I should trust you. You've given me no reason not to trust you. You've told me a lot about who you are, and now I think that I have the final piece. But if you're going against the Wild Hunt, they're trained for this. This is, this is what they live for. Are, are you sure that you're going to make it out okay? I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm strong enough, and I don't even know if what I'm doing is right. But I know that if I stay here, or if I flee, then a lot of innocent people will die. And I'd rather my life be gone than theirs. And he pulls you deeper into the, into the room. You're a braver man than I am. Ariston, I could not give myself up like that. If you're willing to do that, to exchange your life and exchange for the lives of so many, then there's no way that you could be a demon. There's no way that you could be out to corrupt me. No, I would I would never do that to anyone. I'm glad to hear it, but I'm sad to know that it's necessary for you to be sharing that right now. I appreciate 
what about you I've had the opportunity to get to know. It's truly been a pleasure, Mr. Ariston, and I will be here when you get back, probably, but it looks like this situation with the pirates, it sounds like they've killed all of the pirates. I'm confused. I don't know if it's okay to leave the city for people anymore. Uh, I'm a little bit confused, but I, I hope to be here when you return. I would like that, but I would understand if you want to go. I still have business to take care of. This Noah Oldman, I have not yet finalized what I came here to discuss with him, so I may be in town for a little bit longer. Mm. Yes, sir. I remember meeting with him that night. Uh, I thought you two didn't know each other. We didn't know each other face to face, no. He has a reputation. I understand. Just be careful. I'm always very careful. Always. You too. Just, I know that you have to do this, and I know that what you're doing is kind of reckless, but just try to take care of yourself, okay? I will. I'm no use to the city dead, but there's so little I know about this man other than that he's kind of a huge douche. Well, I'm afraid that that describes a large number of people that I've met in my time. (laughs) I hope that it goes without major incident. I can't imagine that a fight against the Wild Hunt will go without major incident, but I hope that you find a way to make that work. I hope that you find some way. I will. And uh, I know that we haven't known each other for long, and you know so much about me already, but I, uh, I want you to hold on to this. If I don't come back, it will be something to have, and if I do, then, then I'll get it back from you. And he takes out the shell and hands it to him. This is beautiful. What is this? I only show it to people who I, um, I'm close to as well, but something that I've held on to for quite some time, and I need to make sure it stays safe. You can trust me to keep this safe. I may not be one of you, but I know a thing or two about keeping something important protected. Good. Well, should probably be getting back. Of course. Of course. Just... Like I said, take care of yourself out there. You're going to want to get this back, so you can't do that if if you're too hurt, so... Ariston takes the hand that Hearth is holding the shell and he just kisses it and leaves. We now cut to the interior of Godwin's house. He is walking in with Ajax. Is the House Ragara banner still slung over the area near the stairs, or has that been taken down? It's still there. Excellent. I'm handing it off to you. So Godwin is currently seen in his childhood bedroom, which is up the stairs to the left. He's throwing some small items in a bag, little things here and there, a brush for his hair, some snacks he found hidden in a drawer from the members of House Ragro that had stayed there. He tries a small candy just to see if it is any good. It's bitter. It's really surprisingly bitter and dark. It's chocolate, and Godwin has probably never had chocolate before. Godwin's face turns into a scrunched version of itself for a moment, but then becomes equally surprised as he chews on the substance a little bit more and finds himself liking it. He looks back at Ajax. Hey, want to try some of this? Do you even know what that is? No. Are you sure it's safe? It looks like they would have hidden it where anyone else would have hidden, you know, snacks to eat. That seems like if they ate it... It's good. All right. So Ajax takes a little piece, pops it in his mouth, and like a look of disgust comes over his face, and he immediately spits it out. Hey, 
That's disgusting. It's kind of good. How could you possibly like that? You have to let it sit in your mouth a little bit more. Here, here's another piece. No, thank you. I, I think I'll stick to what I brought. Godwin shrugs and eats the piece, putting the rest in the bag. I don't know what else to bring. It seems pointless to bring sentimental things, but for some reason there's part of me that feels like I should bring them because I don't know if I'll come back. The camera slowly pans over one of the many family portraits of Godwin, his mother and father, as he's saying this. Do you have any weapons other than your recorder? Well, it's funny you say that because I've got this thing and Godwin reaches under the bed and pulls out Raghuravajai's sword. I don't really know how to use it. I don't really know if I want to use it. It feels wrong. It is incredibly heavy. Can you even swing it? Probably not. Maybe when I'm not really myself, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I could, but it just doesn't seem... I mean, I can hardly carry it, let alone bringing it all the way over there. Do you think it would be useful in the fight? I don't know. I feel like if I go, I should bring what I know, and I don't think I want to know this. That's fine. I've seen you do some pretty incredible things just with your recorder. You know, when I think about why I would bring it, I think about, you know, it's kind of a symbol of... When when we were talking to them earlier, they seemed furious that I had killed one. And this this is that symbol, you know? Yeah, that does make sense. Do you feel any more confident because of it, though? I feel like it's more of a an item. It's not something I would use in battle. It's something I would throw in front of them to scare them. It might be worth bringing, then. But it's heavy, and I'm tiny. I can help you carry it. Thanks. That's appreciated. Hey, if it makes you do better in battle, I'll take it. You know, I do have a little bit of a handicap. He lifts up his now bandaged hand. I'd be surprised if that stopped you from playing. That's currently doing a good job of trying. He tries to wiggle his fingers and nothing happens. So I don't know what else I should bring. And he walks out of the room and towards the top of the staircase where he begins slowly unattaching the top of the banner from the staircase rails. It falls to the floor in front of the door and crumples like a waterfall running out and splays a red and black pool at the foot of the stairs. As Godwin looks down at the falling piece of cloth, the golden disc on his forehead slowly begins to lightly crackle, almost like stippling from a golden pen and Godwin feels different inside. He can feel the power coursing through him in new and unfamiliar ways. Ajax. Yeah? Godwin turns around and walks back over to Ajax, looking him directly in the eyes, just a little bit shorter. I don't know why, but I feel like I want to try. I'm glad you're back. We definitely need you. No, I I feel like I need to try. And Godwin starts crying, not breaking eye contact from Ajax. Ajax starts looking away awkwardly. He can't take this amount of emotional intimacy, and he's not sure what to say. Uh, I mean, I never doubted you, Godwin. You've seen how powerful you can be. Ajax, I... Godwin puts his hand on Ajax's upper arm, on the arm that Ajax is facing as he looks away. I... I don't know. I feel like when other people say they believe in me, I don't. I don't believe them, but... You're the only person that feels honest, and it means a lot. Well, I'm glad I can be that for you. I just don't know if you recognize how important you are. All you do is talk about how strong I can be, 
but Ajax, you saved my life. And put so many others in danger at the same time. You did what was right when I couldn't do what was right. But after making how many wrong decisions? You made the decision that mattered. I'm not sure that that was good enough. It was more than good enough for me. It meant more than you'll ever know to me. Well, I, I appreciate that, but I still feel responsible to the people of this city, and I'm not sure... If I can still be responsible to them, if I put my own emotions and feelings, even for you, before theirs. I feel like every time we talk, it's the people of the city, but we are people of the city. Our emotions matter too. Our our fear matters, right? I feel like if I don't recognize that it matters, then I'm just hurting myself. And I'm not doing the city any good if I'm hurt, if I'm beating myself down. And it's sad to me that you're the one that reminds me of that, but you don't remind yourself of that. So I'm doing it for you. Ajax, it's okay to be afraid. It's okay to want to feel selfish, to recognize that, to think that you're not good enough. That's why we have each other, right? So that I can tell you that you're more than good enough, that you two are going to kick some wild hunt ass just as well as I ever could, if not better, right? That's what friends are for. Support? We're friends, right? No, we're brothers. And Ajax's own cast mark begins to glow against his own brow as he finishes this statement. I've never had a brother. Get used to it. Are you going to, like, lick your finger and put it in my ear? Nope. Don't, definitely don't want to do that. I have no idea what's in there, and I do not want to know. Thank you. I don't want to know what that feels like, seeing people do it. It doesn't seem pleasant. You can try it on yourself if you really want to. I feel like that's not the same. I feel that's like that would be like tickling yourself, right? Uh, I think it's slightly different. Mm. I mean, not that I know from personal experience. But Okay, well, try tickling yourself. Oh, I've done that. I just haven't put a wet finger in my ear. Well, then try it. Uh, I wasn't the one who was curious. Godwin licks his finger and shoves it in Ajax's ear. Oh, Godwin, why do you have to be so disgusting? Isn't that what brothers do? <sighs> I so regret saying that. We now cut to Ariston's house as Godwin and Ajax arrives. It is, as ever, blue and moist. <laughs> Godwin knocks on the door. <sighs> coming, coming. Ariston, like, grabs his over-the-shoulder bag that he's already packed up and runs down the stairs. I don't know why I imagined Ariston when he's like, coming, coming, in like a cute little apron. The yep. curlers in his hair. <laughs> <laughs> he opens up the door. Took you long enough. Well, I had a lot of stuff to pack. I want to make sure we don't run out of anything. Mm. Did you pack medical supplies? Yes, of course. I mean, I can't take a lot, but I had to balance everything out. Yeah. Food and water and... No, most of most of my things are in order. Well, I'm packed too. You're, you're bringing Vijay's sword? Yeah, it's, it's one of the things we know they're afraid of. All right, as long as they'll be able to get it there. Ajax has happily volunteered. Uh, I don't know about happily. Ajax has volunteered. So are you ready to take off? Yes, I, I am. I'm, I'm good to go. I've said all my goodbyes. Uh, Ariston and Lucy pokes her head around the corner. Are, oh, Winnie, Ajax. Ariston told me he was leaving and that it would probably be safe soon, but I didn't know that, that you guys were going to be here. It's been a while. You look different, Godwin. Everything about you looks very different. It, it's not. It's not bad. It's not. It's not a bad thing. But it's not like I remember. I. Uh, wow. Um. How are you? I'm okay. It's been a nice vacation, I guess. They still haven't resumed business down at the docks, so I haven't been able to go back to work. I'm worried about my mom still. Honestly. Oh God. Yeah, your mom. Um. Hey. Uh. 
guys. And Godwin looks at Ajax and Ariston. Is it cool if we wait a couple minutes? I, I think I have some catching up I need to do. Totally. That's fine with us. Yeah. Use whatever room you like, except mine, of course. So, Lucy, do you want to go in the kitchen or something? I I can make you some tea. That, that'd be nice. Ariston's not very good at it. Well, he's not good at anything. Okay, not everyone now. All right. No, there's a lot of things that you're good at. I'm really glad that I've had the time to stay here. I'm really amazed that you put this place together. It's really incredible. But given everything I know about you, living under the water, you wouldn't really... You guys don't have tea down there, do you? No, no, it's kind of impossible, but it's all right. Okay, yeah, see? I wasn't shitting on you. You're just being a little touchy. How how about that kitchen? Yeah, let's go to the kitchen. And thank you, Ariston. This means a whole lot. My family would not be safe if you hadn't given this space to us, and I worry about what my mom might have done. It's all right, Lucy. You've been wonderful guests, and stay as long as you need to. As Godwin walks to the kitchen, he turns around and shoots dagger eyes at Ariston, <laughs> but then sends a small wink and enters the kitchen. And Ariston is just confused. <laughs> what? What was that about? <laughs> I don't know. I think I think I hate him a little bit less than I did okay. yesterday. It looked cool. You looked like a cool guy when you did that thing. I guess I have changed more than I thought. Godwin begins heating up some water for the tea. Uh, yeah. What did did you want to talk about? I don't know. I feel like it hasn't been just days. You know, I feel... I mean, this is going to sound rough, but I completely forgot about you. You what? I, I don't know. I've been through so much that you were the last thing on my mind, and, and I feel bad. Godwin... I know that we've never been close, but... Well, no, you don't get it, Lucy. I was obsessed with you. What? I thought that was clear. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And she puts her head in her hands. Lucy, 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 why do you let this happen to you? I'm, I'm really sorry. It's, it's fine. It's fine, Godwin. It's okay. I appreciate everything that you've done over the years. I mean, I'm not anymore, if that makes you feel better or worse. I'm uncomfortable is what i am right now godwin i'm uncomfortable look i i get it i made it weird but it i i felt like i should give context i felt like that was important context for you forgetting about me context for your obsession context for, for what context for why i'm concerned for myself that i forgot you know i you're not one of those things that i thought i would have forgotten about i'm i'm afraid of how much i've changed context for that that does that sounds scary godwin that sounds really scary I wish that I knew what to say to make it less scary, but I really don't. I, I've never been through anything like this. I've always just been trying to figure out what I'm doing, you know? When mom stopped working and, you know, dad's never been around, I had to pick up the slack. And since then, I've just been focused on doing what I can to make sure that the house stays afloat. Th this is something that I, I have no idea how to handle. You know, I I always saw you as, I guess, a glorified version of yourself. I always looked at qualities about you that, that weren't really there. You know, I made you into this magical being in my mind that was so very artificial. And I feel like now, for once, I can see you with, with clarity. Does, does that make sense? I'm not sure that forgetting about someone gives you the lenses to see them with clarity, Godwin. I'm not going to lie. What you just said kind of hurts. Like, I'm sorry if it hurts, but I've I've been hurt a lot recently, and I don't know, it, it puts things into perspective, and I'm not saying that you were not a priority, but, I mean, I almost died quite a bit. I don't... 
need to be a priority for you, Godwin. You almost died? What are you talking about? Godwin unbandages his hand. Uh, uh, uh. And she averts her gaze and swallows back an oncoming stream of vomit. Oh my god. Oh, I've seen someone who had their hand smashed in a crate before, but that's something completely different. What happened? That's kind of a long story. And Godwin bandages it back up as the kettle whistles. Thank you. I, that happened. That's kind of the most recent thing of a stream of things that have happened. I'm also, um, seeing someone. It's complicated. I don't really know. Okay, that, that's good, I think, right? I mean, that sounds good. You're not, you're not obsessed with me, which I didn't know about in the first place, and which is kind of a weird thing to tell someone when you're about to go probably die, but that's good. I think that's good, right? You don't sound like you think that's good, though. I don't really know what she and I are, but, you know, she's a source of support, and that's important right now. Support's very good. You've always seemed, and I guess I'm going to be the person who says the offensive thing now, but you've always seemed kind of lonely. I've always been kind of lonely. I think that was obvious. I know, but I never got it, I guess. Ajax and Rizzo were there for a long time, and now Ariston's a really nice guy, and he's around. He seems like he would be supportive. He seems like he would help things not be lonely, and I know Ajax can be cold. I don't see him that much, but I can see that he, he cares about you. Ajax is actually one of the warmest people I know. When Ariston, well, Ariston has shown me quite a lot that I needed to learn. These are things I've... Lucy, I mean, you know these are things that myself a week ago would have never said. I know, I can see that something's really different. I I'm confused, though. I don't know what you want from me. I, I think I just... Like, I'm happy for you. I think I... I don't know. I feel like... I mean, I've known you for longer than I've known Ajax, longer than I've known Ariston. I've known you the longest of, of anyone I know. I feel like I just needed to validate that I've grown. You have grown, Godwin. You're different. I can see that you're different. I, I needed to apologize for, I guess not... Well, first, for being weird, especially to you. I, I'm sorry that... I was a weird kid for a long time, and I'm sorry that I tried to see you in a light that was, wasn't was real instead of seeing you for who you really are, which is something that is still very, very special. And she actually blushes a little bit and looks down at the cup of tea that Godwin has handed her. I I think I'm flattered. Thank you. I, you have grown, and you've changed, and... I hope that this takes you to a good place. I hope that this leads you to being the kind of person that you've always wanted to be. I can see something in your eyes that reminds me of your mother when you look like this. And I know that sometimes things were weird, but there's something in your countenance in the way that I saw you walking down that hallway that reminds me of your dad. And you're not either of them. You are you. But I think... Looking at the person that I'm sitting at this table with, well, maybe they'd be proud. Can you can you see my eyes now because of my haircut? It's helping a lot, yeah. Is it a good look? I think so. I appreciate that. I, I appreciate you, and I hope that I can come back from where we're going and that I can begin to get to know who you really are instead of who I made you out to be. I would like that, Godwin. I think that that would be good because... I'm not going to lie, it's probably going to be a while before it's not weird when I'm talking to you. It's 
not i'm already i mean i yes i was obsessed with you but you know i'm happily only have eyes for someone else right now so do you have nothing to worry about if my obsession made you uncomfortable or something it's definitely not prevalent anymore it's not that i'm worried about anything right now it's just cause for some self-reflection how did I not see that? It reframes a lot of the stuff that has happened between us before. It's not about you, I guess. I'm really hurt that you forgot me. And that's weird. That's definitely going to make things weird between us for a little while. I understand maybe why that happened, kind of. But that's not something that I'm exactly going to forget anytime soon. Luke, can I ask your advice on something? I haven't, I haven't asked anyone else about it before, but I think I should ask. Yeah, shoot. Um, long story short, I and my partner i guess um we're gonna be the lovers what yeah you heard me right that's happening but there's an election and not this time it's complicated it's really complicated there's still two years interim lovers okay oh d what what's your question what's your question do you think i can do it do you think i'm the right person to do it do you think i can take care of the city or does the city deserve better i just don't know if I'm strong enough. I don't know if I'm wise enough. You know who I used to be, and, and you're seeing who I am now. Have I grown enough? Will I grow enough by the time that happens? I, I just threw so many questions at you. I'm sorry, but what do you think? She spends a moment looking at her tea and swirling it around. The light plays off of it and dances even around in her eyes. Godwin... I couldn't tell you, yes or no. I... you seem different, but it's hard to put aside the person that struggled to open the lock on his door at his house every night when he came home. I don't know. I think that's something you're going to have to answer for yourself. And I'm too close to something too far away to give you a straight answer. I feel like I just asked because you're really the only person I know that's a fucking normal person here. And I feel like that makes your opinion really matter. You're, you're one of the people, you know, the people that I'm going to have to protect. And I know Ajax believes in me. I don't really know how Ariston feels, but that's beside the point. But I guess I'm asking if the people would believe in me. Uh, I thank you, first of all, I think. I, I will tell you the facts, Godwin. I will care about the lovers. When they do something, that means that... I don't have to worry about predatory gambling houses sucking my mother back into something that she isn't sure that she can resist. She's tried to leave the house several times in the last several days to go back to the wood spider's web. I will care about what the lovers do when they ensure that working at the docks isn't something that's going to take up most of my time and provide me with just enough income to take care of of my mother who can't take care of herself anymore. I will start caring about the lovers when they start caring about me. I don't care if you are the lovers or Mei and Toroko Yu are the lovers. I care that here in the Smiling Eyes District, every day is a struggle. I may have forgotten about you once. I won't deny it, but I won't let it happen again. Then I think you might have some promise. I have to go soon. I know you do. Ariston told me. I don't know if I'll come back. I really have never felt this unsure. There's my heart. There's something deeper than my heart says that I will. But it, my my brain is trying to put the strategy together of how it's going to work. And I can't find the answer. But I feel like 
like it's it's a puzzle I'm putting together, but I already know what the picture is going to look like, but I can't find the little pieces that fit where I need them to. I I don't think that I have your pieces, Godwin, and maybe I don't know where they are, but I'd be willing to bet that a good place to start looking would be, you know, the friends that you brought here, Ariston and Ajax. I know Rizzo's gone, and I know that that's been weird, but I don't think that you need Rizzo to put the pieces together. I think that you need them. You're right. I'll talk to Ajax. I look forward to seeing you when you get back. Me and too. Really, Ariston is a good guy. I don't want to say it out loud yet. And we pan over the cup of tea that Lucy is holding, and with the sloshing of it as it sets down to the table, we see it fade into the dripping of one of the various water fixtures in the front part of Ariston's house, where Ariston and Ajax are currently at. What are they up to? So, how did things go with Hearth? Well, he reacted better than most people do when they find out what I'm exalted, but I just don't know if he'll be here when I get back. But you told him that you're an exalted? I didn't... Look, he was going to know anyway, Ajax. It's pretty clear from the context of the situation he would know. This whole damn town knows we are at this point. I guess you're right. But he reacted well? Not at first. Not saying it was good, but at least he knows I'm not a fucking demon. Yeah, that seems to be a popular belief around here. I really don't care what other people think of me anymore. Care what he thinks. Care a little bit about what you and Godwin think. But everyone else, they want to believe me to be that fine. Because maybe I have to be that. We don't... You don't have to become what they're calling you. You know that we were chosen to protect these people. I'm not saying I'm going to go on some rampage against innocent people. That's not at all what I'm saying. I don't mean that at all. I just... I'm going to have to to kill him and every time i've thought about killing someone i've had such doubt but now i i want to it's all i want to do it's all i can think about wanting to kill and wanting to protect yourself are different things it's okay to want to attack this person because they're attacking us godwin is standing in the doorway having heard what ariston just said ariston you don't want to kill a man not these men godwin you don't know i know i killed one I've already done it. I mean, you don't know me. Not very well. But I know Ragra Vijay more than I ever wanted to know Ragra Vijay. You have to know if you're ready for the stories that they carry. What brings them to the wild hunt? Why they hate us? Why Why they fight for with their lives? Sometimes that's not something you want to know. Sometimes it's easier when your enemies feel very distant. I'm just... I just don't want you to make the same rash decisions I did. I, you should be so very lucky that you can still sleep at night, that you can feel completely yourself, that you don't sit up in the middle of the night feeling like you've just been stabbed by yourself. I don't I don't understand it yet, and it, it doesn't feel recent. It's certainly not the most recent thing we've dealt with, but I'm afraid of the side of myself that did what I did, and being afraid of yourself is not easy. Ariston kind of shakes his head. Godwin, I don't know exactly what that feels like, but I know how it feels to be woken up in the middle of the night to be stabbed by someone else. And you know what? I've never once thought that murdering another being was acceptable. Ever. But if this man, who maybe believes that what he's doing is good, who believes that I'm a monster and would risk killing innocent people just so i would meet him on time maybe it's a little more acceptable now look 
don't do it unless you have to. And if you have to, don't regret it. I'm past regret. If I regret it, I won't do it. And if I don't do it, then I won't be able to live with myself. Which is odd because I thought if I ever did kill someone, I wouldn't be able to live with myself. But this man needs to die. And now Ariston's anima banner appears on his forehead, a flush golden half circle, just as a knock begins to peel at the door, and Ariston is feeling his extremities tingle with the depths of his own power. Ariston now is pretty quickly having his cast mark fade. Ariston opens the door. And standing in front of you is a thin, somewhat awkward-looking man wearing robes bearing the House Ragaramon. He has a enormous black eye and welt on his cheek. He carries a long sword at his hip, the same long sword that was used earlier this day to parry away your fist. This is Pinecone guy, right? Yes. This okay. is Ragara Samir. What do you want? I do not come here lightly. I, I will tell you that. I do not come here lightly. I'm afraid that I have no recourse. You were in the square earlier. You saw what happened. That is something that even the Immaculate Texts cannot explain. I do not know what Seven Symphonious Chords is, but I know that he is more of a threat than you are. I do not believe that I can dissuade the hunt. They would not be Shikari if they could be so easily turned from their aims. But I cannot sit by with the status quo. Does that mean you'll help us? In whatever way I can, absolutely. Well, what can you give us? Information. I have information. I also know where Tepet Rauhar is. I've explained to him what happened, and he is in charge of the rest of the Realm Detachment that's in Jiaowei right now. They're oh. shaken and they're scared, but he is in charge of them. How much did you see? Today? Yeah, today. Enough. I saw darkness and I saw terror. I did not see it finish. That's what I needed to know. But that's what I can give you. I have information and I know where Rauha is. What's this information can you, that you can give us? What would you like to know? You're the ones that are heading out, putting yourselves in danger. Who are we up against? Tepet Harmonious Accord, Ragara Prema, and Cessus Min. Would Godwin recognize those names? He would absolutely recognize Ragara Prema, and the name Cessus Min strikes a strange emotional chord in his chest. Godwin immediately stiffens and looks over at Ajax. That's not good. That's really not good. Do you know them? Not personally, but I know them. What do you know about them? Ragara Vijay was nothing compared to what they are. If anything, they're the kind of people that treat fighting like a sport like it's fun they get a thrill out of hurting people well we'll just have to show them that we can't be hurt i'm afraid that you proved today that that's rather not the case i don't mean to insult you but i'm not here to fill your heads with fanciful ideas i'm here to make sure that whatever seven symphonious chords is that does not get to win the day can you make sure that the rest of the realm that was brought here doesn't come to support those three I'm doing everything I can, absolutely. Though, I suppose that I can't really say that a hundred scattered men, a hundred men whose resolves have been broken, are going to be much of a boon to fifteen hundred devoted monks. Ragara Prema, Tepet Harmonious Accord, and Cessis Min did not come alone. They brought a full hunt with them. An enormous hunt with them. 
This was always about taking Zhao Wei. We didn't know that this was going to be an issue until it happened. They came ready to seize the city. So, are you saying that if we lose, they'll still come and take the city, regardless? Given that I have no idea what was unleashed on Zhao Wei today, I can't say that with any modicum of certainty. They will. They'll certainly try. We can't let that happen. They won't stop. Unless they're stopped. Yeah, they won't stop until we stop them or they finished what they came to do. So we've got to go stop them. I will tell you this. Of the three Shikari who are coming, only Ragura Prema, only she was an immaculate monk before even three years ago. Min and Harmonious Accord have power, but they are unrestrained. And that makes them very, very dangerous. They've been given tools that were designed to do terrible things. And they are not afraid to use them. They are not afraid to bring them fully to bear at the slightest provocation. We've got to be smart, which is something I know I've never done before, but we have to fight smart this time. It's as good a time to start as any. I can't say that I know of a smart way to bring three... To fight three princes of the earth and 1,500 soldiers. You heard what they called us. Army killers. Yes, I suppose that's true. I guess you'll have to earn your namesake, and that terrifies me. I know so many of those people. If you know them, then talk to them. Try and stop them from getting involved, from being nameless victims. The soldiers they've brought with them, they are devout. They are steadfast in their beliefs. They are certain that they are just. And to have me come... On the tales of the anathema to speak of a greater threat they will just assume that you've taken me over that i've fallen thrall to your influence there's nothing i can do i can give you information but i cannot sway the men as long as you recognize that we're going to do what we have to do i know that 1500 is still a smaller number than 30,000, and that is something that i suppose that i'm going to have to take solace in for the greater good. For the greater good. That is why the Wild Hunt was formed. For the greater good. If we if we kill the three, will the 1500 still fight? That can be hard to say. Some of them may. Others will surely flee. I would fear those who would flee. The realm is going to be waiting for correspondence. I don't have the authority to inform them of what's happened here. But they're waiting for someone to tell them. To update them. I'm afraid that they're going to be using the sorceress that they brought from House Celsi to do that. But if there are any survivors, Zhao Wei may still be in danger. Then we'll just have to make sure that we're ready to keep on defending this city. Or make sure that there are no survivors. Whatever it takes. Tomato, tomato. It may be hard, but I pray that you could somehow dissuade them. The Shikari. I would not count on it. That would be a fool's errand. But I pray that somehow... Perhaps you can sway their hearts and convince them to let the realm know that this is not worth it. Let's just hope that Godwin's performing hand is usable by then. Indeed. I suppose I have one last thing to ask of you. And if there's anything else that you could ask of me, I am happy to answer. Can you fix my hand? I'm afraid that I'm anything but a healer. I'm trained as a soldier, but mostly I'm a scribe and a legermain. Well, it was worth a shot. But when you come back, I'm trusting you to somehow deal with seven symphonious chords. I, for some 
terrible, blasphemous reason can only see you as the city's way out of this. And I'm absolutely certain that something like that is not going to be simply content to raise one city. If we come back, you can be damned sure that we will do everything in our power to make sure that he doesn't walk away next time. Then I can promise you that I will do everything in my power to ensure that if we are not ousted from the city, that myself, Rauhal, and the people that we represent will do everything that we can to help you. Godwin sticks out his left hand, motioning for a handshake. He clasps your hand and shakes it. I suppose that I did catch a lucky break. At least none of you are deceivers. And he clasps your hand and shakes. Is there anything else that I can answer, or... I can let you know that the call of night will pass in about 24 hours. We should be well on our way by then. Yes, thank you for your help. I'm... And he looks down at the ground. I cannot believe I'm saying this, but it's the only thing that I could do that's in the spirit of the Wild Hunt. If we make it out, or if we don't, I guess it doesn't really matter. Can you at least try to set the record straight about who we are, that we're not monsters, that we're just doing what we feel is right. I'm afraid that you don't understand why I'm here. I know, I get it. I get that we're bad and they're worse. I'm asking you to try. I'm doing this in the best interest of the wild hunt. And that means that you're still a very pressing issue. However, I'm willing to let all of this go for now because... I'm scared for the rest of the world, for the rest of creation, if he is allowed to go running around. I am trying to help three demons take out something even worse than they are. That's all this is. I will happily support that crusade. But that does not mean that I do not have misgivings about the three of you. That does not mean that everything I believe tells me that the best way to preserve creation in the long run is to also ensure that at some point your mad reign is put to an end. I suppose you have a little bit of time to convince me that that's not the case. We'll put it on our list of things to do. And he drops into a bow and turns away. Fuck that guy. <laughs> so as he disappears down the street what are the three of you going to do well we should probably get going i agree what's the best way out of the city probably the gondola yeah the realm was on its way up the river by the docks right yeah so that's probably the smarter way to get out yeah we should probably avoid them as long as we can so we cut to everyone arriving at the gondola you have to take quite a long, steep set of stairs up a wooden tower to get to the top of the gondola. And as you guys arrive, there is a wood spider sitting at the top of the cord that the gondola runs down, and it scuttles up and off into the branches of Kasaga, and the operator is at the top. They are an old, withered-looking figure with shining blue eyes and they are otherwise very withered, and it's hard to make out any of their specific features aside from their wispy hair. They are holding, as Godwin and Ajax would recognize, as they always do, kind of a gnarled old stick. Uh, taking a trip. I wish it was that recreational. Now, you can learn a lot on a journey. Believe me. 
It's funny, it doesn't seem that late, but it's already dark outside. It's been dark all day. I know. I saw. It's a high point over here. Yeah, so uh, how do we get down? I pull the lever, I set the wheels in motion, and we glide. Pretty simple. Uh, do you request some kind of payment? Like, how, or what? That's funny. Normally, absolutely. I would normally ask for some obols or shekels, but clearly, creation, or at least Zhao Wei, is closer to the maw of oblivion today than it is any place where I might be able to make use of money. You get this ride for free, golden children. Wait, does he know the word exalted? And he clicks the lever, and the gondola slowly starts to move. As you leave the cloak of night on the city of Zhao Wei, down the river, in the opposite direction from where you are gliding, you can see the scattered hulls of the burning ships of the Tepu River pirates. Smoke rises and coils from them, like the last little bits of ash coming off of a burning stick of incense, and you gently set down on the other side of the Tepu River. I wish you nothing but the best of luck. Thank you so much for listening to Swallows of the South. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to us, rate us, and review us on iTunes. Every review really helps get the show out there to more new listeners. If you want to find us on the web, you can find us at swallowsofthesouth.com, on Twitter, at swallowsofsouth, on Tumblr at swallowsofthesouth.tumblr.com and on Google Plus at Swallows of the South. If you have any questions you would like answered or would like to speak to Quinn via email, please send your messages to swallowsofthesouth at gmail.com. Our intro music is new by Elvis Herod. And I hope to see you next Tuesday.